Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. How do you view mistakes during practice? Are they a way for you to learn and grow as a player, or are they something to fear and avoid? In this video, we're going to uncover the dangers of fearing mistakes in practice, along with a strategy that you can apply to better use mistakes as a way to learn and improve as a player. Hey there, I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and the founder of SuccessStartsWithin.com. Now, it's easy to say that you should see mistakes as a way to learn and grow, but that doesn't mean it's any easier to do. While accepting mistakes as a natural part of improving is necessary, the reality of what happens can be quite the opposite. Just because you know it's okay to make mistakes during practice doesn't make it any less frustrating if you find yourself playing below your normal skill level. But that's exactly what happens when you do focus more on an area of weakness. There's an athlete that I'm working with right now who's been focusing a lot recently during practice on weaknesses within his game. Since he's been giving so much attention to that one area, which isn't a strong suit quite yet, he's been making more mistakes. He talked to me about how frustrating he was finding it and how his confidence was beginning to go down as a result of him not playing as well as he normally plays. What I told him is the same thing I want you to truly take to heart. Sometimes you must open yourself up to playing worse in the present moment to improve over the long term. His focus on his weakness will make him a better player, but right now it is leading to him making more mistakes than usual during practice. Now that's okay because overall his skill level will increase as a result of improving that weakness. But there's another element that can make accepting mistakes during practice even harder, and that's your coaches. There's another athlete that I'm working with who is fighting for a starting position right now. He's a quarterback, and one of the major areas of his game that he needs to work on is confidence in his reads. Put another way, he needs to get better and more comfortable with making quick decisions with his reads. When he doubts himself in his throws, he hesitates. This hesitation closes the window, causing an open receiver and what was a good read to turn into an interception. To gain confidence in his reads, we discussed the importance of being more trusting in his decisions and quicker with his decisions during practice. But his major concern was that this would lead to more bad throws during practice. And I told him that he was right. It will lead to bad throws, but it will also lead to good throws and more confidence over time. Now, as I said earlier, just because you know you shouldn't fear mistakes in practice doesn't make it any easier to deal with. The frustration you feel is still very real. But there's also another way of looking at mistakes during practice, and that's as a great opportunity to learn and improve, something that this strategy is going to help you do. So step one is you want to know your goal. Whether long-term or short-term, you need to have a goal set for yourself. A long-term goal will help keep your sights on improving. Now, the first athlete that I mentioned had the long-term goal of becoming a better player. The long-term goal was the reason he was okay with his short-term performance taking a bit of a step back because he knew that the small step back he was taking right now would ultimately lead to a large leap moving forward. Getting clear on your long-term goal will keep you focused and motivated, even if your immediate performance isn't as good as you would like it to be. In addition to a long-term goal, you also need a short-term goal. Now, with this short-term goal, what I'm really talking about is a daily objective for practice. In other words, you know exactly what you're wanting to work on that day. It's easy to have practices turn into a performance, especially if you find yourself fighting for a starting position. But what you want to remember is that 
You know, practice is a time for improving. To improve, you must know what you're wanting to improve. And by setting a daily goal for yourself, you really work to center your attention on improving rather than performing during practice. And then step number two is you want to change how you evaluate your practice. Post-performance evaluations can either be helpful or hurtful depending on how they're carried out. To work on accepting mistakes during practice. You want to make sure that you are reviewing your mistakes after practice in a productive way. By productive, what I mean is a way that helps you learn from them and improve. The opposite of a productive way would be a hurtful way where you think about the mistakes you made during practice and you know you beat yourself up over them and you become overly self-critical. Whether after practice or even after a game, your evaluation system needs to accomplish two goals, build confidence and find areas to improve. The way this should work for you after practices is going through and thinking about what you did well that day. I encourage you to note any progress you're making no matter how big or small it may be. Because remember, if you're working on a weakness, it's not all of a sudden going to turn into a strength. It takes time. And during this time, there are many small progressions made along the way. You want to focus on this progress as a way to remind yourself that the mistakes you're making right now are worth it and it's keeping you on the right path towards improvement. And the second goal of the evaluation is improving. Once you've identified what you did well, you want to think about your mistakes and you want to use them as lessons. This continues to reframe how you see mistakes during practice, turning them from something to fear into something you can use to learn and improve as a player. To accomplish both goals, there are two questions that you want to ask yourself after practice. What are some positives of my practice today? And then what can I learn from practice today? When you answer both of those questions, this is really going to work to build your confidence after practices, along with learning how to accept mistakes and use them to grow instead of seeing them as something that you want to fear and using them to get mad at yourself. Now, in addition to accepting mistakes during practice, you also want to learn how to accept mistakes and move on from mistakes during games. So go ahead and click the video that I've linked right here that goes into detail on a strategy you can use to let go of mistakes during a game. So I want to say thank you for watching, and if you have any questions about this video, please leave them in the comments below. If you found the video helpful, go ahead and hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't already. I put out new videos each day on sports psychology and mental training. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.